Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Power, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere. And Star Charge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast, where we cover everything electric vehicle and electric vehicle adjacent, from breaking news to living with EVs. I am joined by Kyle today. Thank you for hopping on, Kyle. You have a lot of EVs in the lineup. You've driven a lot of EVs, and you've actually had a really cool opportunity with a local dealer in Fort Collins to have a long-time loan with a Kia EV9, which we've featured a few times on the podcast, but it's, it's kind of a cool EV to come on the market because it's a big one, right? But I'd love to hear about what you've been experiencing since you picked it up. Tell us about Tell us about the EV9. Yeah, well, we picked up the EV9 on the 6th. We're currently recording this on the 10th, and I was gone for pretty much that entire time with you in Chicago at the auto show. So we, I, I haven't really spent that much time with it, but some incredible things have already happened, and I've learned a ton about the vehicle. Incredible Honestly, just things. in a short period. Yeah, I would say pretty incredible things, because I didn't know it could do some of the things that it does. Cool. and um. You know, I think let's just start off by saying, okay, we've been, everyone may know the story by now, but we've been borrowing the Kia EV9s from our local Kia dealer in Fort Collins, Colorado, Kia of Fort Collins, or, or is it Fort Collins Kia? I actually don't know which way it goes. I don't think it matters. But ultimately, um, the reason we've been borrowing the, the EV9s from them is because they're just now getting into the press fleet. Uh, so the one for the Denver region just arrived. We actually get it end of this week. I think it's a GT line, all wheel drive, but, but I wanted to get the videos out as soon as possible. So from my side, it's wherever I can get the car 
to get the testing done ASAP. That's what we're going to do. And our, I just called, rang up the local dealer, said, hey, we have a small YouTube channel. Like, would you mind letting us borrow this? And they're like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Go take it, do all the stuff. And we made the videos. And they were so pleased with the video response from our viewers who are in-market EV9 shoppers and EV6 shoppers. They actually been buying vehicles just from us mentioning it in the videos. They're like, crap, this is, this is kind of cool. Um, they're like, why, why don't you take this EV9 that's on the lot for six months? And I'm like, that's amazing. I would absolutely love to do that. And, yeah. um, you know, that actually in exchange, there's no like money transacted here. Uh, we're going to do a little Fort Collins Kia stuff here on the podcast with them, talk about dealer life and, and EVs and just do some educational stuff and learn about what they're offering. And, um, yeah, they have some cool programs for out of spec viewers, but we went through and, and we're essentially treating this like we are the private owners of an EV9. They set up a delivery experience for me uh, to film with everyone. They set up, you know, they basically delivered the car and they set my app up with everything. I really got like, what would a normal person get? Now, I didn't need them to go through the car and show me how everything works. But in terms of setting up the Kia Connect services and all of that stuff, that was all part of the plan. Hmm. And I, I have to say it's really different coming from a long-term loan or ownership perspective than having the car for a week. Because having the car for a week, we don't get to log into the stuff. We don't get to add it to our accounts. Um, you know, the the we have the car in the driveway and it usually comes fully charged. And it, sometimes a week's not even enough to like I have to go force myself to go out and drive to do charge testing to drain it down. And then there's mileage limitations. In this case, Six months, do whatever you want with it. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And the, the purpose of this podcast is we've already told the stories of the delivery process and really my first day living with it on the Out of Spec Reviews channel and the Kyle Connor YouTube channel. Uh, but there's something that happened uh, when earlier today I was filming a video that went up. It's for the Kyle Connor YouTube channel, my personal one, uh, where the vehicle actually said it was ready for a software update. And I mm -hmm. thought, Oh, okay. Well, a lot of cars do software updates to the user interface HMI stuff, but like I thought for anything crazy, I would have to still bring it to the dealer because so many car companies are stuck in 1994 and require you to still go to a dealership for software updates. As much as I love the new Porsche Taycan, that car still does not have every module connected for software updates. And that's one of the most technically advanced electric vehicles on the market. So I, I thought, uh, okay, let me just click on, see what this software update is about. And it is seriously a, um, like a, a legit update to the onboard charging process of the vehicle. Mm. Okay. So yeah, this is interesting over the air updates in general, because I know we've seen like massive recalls for Tesla, right? 2 million Teslas that are recalled technically, but all they have to have is an over-the-air software update that fixes whatever was the problem. So technically still, you know, defined as a recall, but fixed without, all you have to do is take it to a place with Wi-Fi, connect it to Wi-Fi to get the update. So it's um, not unfamiliar for Tesla owners and Tesla in general, but it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see how automakers who are entering the EV game are are, are going to go about this. So tell me about the software update. Yeah. So I, I'm just pulling up here to show exactly what, what I see on the back end of the Kia uh, situation. And so let me just try and get this full screened if I can. I don't know if I can. Usually I go here and I 
Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. If you, okay. You can just have it share a certain tab instead of. Yeah, we got it. I was just going to make it so my bars weren't in the way, but that's okay. They exactly. are in the way anyway. Um, the EV9 basically did a software update that was fixing the onboard charger's cooling system. And this was a, a major problem on the vehicle. So like you had mentioned, mm -hmm. Tesla has done over-the-air software updates for recall purposes, but primarily they're over-the-air software updates to enhance features or improve right. the car. And mm -hmm. those come every few weeks, every month or every two weeks, something like that. Rivian does the same thing where they, you know, it's sort of a surprise and delight. What's coming at the end of this month, the once a month big update, and they fix a lot of little things and improve certain things. I right. didn't expect to see Kia doing something like this. Now, this is the first over-the-air software update that I've received for the EV9. And uh, it's like a legit fix for a problem. This is the purpose as to why you have modules over the air uh, connected. So the problem was during AC charging, and EV6 uh, suffers from this as well, so I'm not sure if the fix is for that as well, but it definitely mm -hmm. is at least for EV9. Uh, mm -hmm. I believe under certain conditions, and again, this, I have to reach out to Kia for clarification, but this is my understanding. The electric water pump for the cooling circuit on the onboard charger that does the AC to DC conversion for charging the battery on, on level one or level two was not actually getting cooled down, which means the temperatures were going sky high, which would throw up warnings on the dash that would derate mm -hmm. charging. And mm -hmm. I think in some cases actually permanently derate the AC charging's capability or just shut it down altogether. Oh dear. This was felt across anyone with an EV9? Uh, yeah, so this was like not everyone had the issue, but it certainly seemed like a high percentage of owners. Let's say it's 5%. I don't know what it is, but it was sure. certainly like a, a problem. Uh, yeah, definitely an it, annoying problem. Yeah, it popped up during like deep AC charges. So if you plugged in at zero and charged it up to 80 or 90%, just sitting flat mm -hmm. out on AC, I think this this would have been a problem. So I, I received the software update and when I shut off the car is when I noticed it. And it said, hey, there's a software update ready to be installed. You need to have the vehicle in park. The hood has to be closed. The parking brake has to be on. There was a list of parameters that like, okay, obviously they're being extra cautious compared to Tesla, which is like, I can just set it for my phone to start. But I did mm -hmm. the screen and it said it was going to take nine minutes to install. And if I come uh -huh. here into more details... This is basically what they did to fix it. And I'll read it verbatim. So this was sent out on February 5th, apparently, but our car just received it today, um, which actually maybe it received it yesterday. And again, I hadn't been driving it for a few days, so maybe it would get it. Uh, the one thing that's concerning to me is only EV9s that are connected to the Kia Connect services get these updates. So every EV that's still on the lot undelivered or uh, oh. that you know a manager is driving or something like that where they don't deliver the car isn't connected to the software update feed um, mm -hmm. so there will still be some cars that are not updated with this one but this is what it fixes it says this ota software update is designed to help improve the ac charging performance of certain 2024 ev9 vehicles by enhancing the operation of the electric water pump this update will help prevent the interruption of AC charging and in the end, the unintended display of warning lights. And it's from EV9's model year 24 produced between September 24th and basically 
like two weeks ago in January, um, mm-hmm. or three weeks ago in January, 24. And uh, it says it takes nine minutes to update, and you'll receive an, um, a notice when it's done. And that's exactly what happened. All right, a quick break from today's episode to thank our sponsors, Climate Exchange, for sponsoring today's video. I am excited to share this basically dream of mine for you to possibly win a fully customized electric vehicle while supporting a nonprofit working on climate policy. This is Climate Exchange's eighth raffle, and there's less than a month left to enter, so definitely hop on this. Other online raffles might give you a few vehicle options, but nowhere close to this one. Their grand prize winner can choose any fully customized EV worth up to $112 thousand dollars. This is the price of a fully loaded Tesla Model X Plaid. So if a car on our show, any of the out-of-spec channels has caught your eye, now is your chance to drive home in it. Plus, they make the process really easy. They cover all the taxes, they pay for home charging, and they'll work with you to design and order your dream car. Plus, they also have cash prizes, so you can take home possibly two, three, five, or ten thousand dollars. Tickets have sold out for the past three years, so definitely don't miss out on getting yours right away. No matter what, your purchase is going towards a great cause. Climate Exchange is a nonprofit and they're working very hard to help states pass policies that fight climate change, something that I take very seriously. That's the whole reason they're running this raffle. They know that EVs play a key role in reducing pollution and the proceeds from this raffle help fund their important work. You can buy tickets at www.carbonraffle.org or just go to the show notes and click the link in the description. Sales end on February 27th and the winners will be drawn on February 29th. A great way to celebrate the leap year. And now back to the show. It was really smooth. Great. I hit update when I got home in the garage. I parked the car, exited it, walked away. And roughly 10, 15 minutes later, I opened up the app and it said, congratulations, your software update is successful and your vehicle's good to go. It Very was cool. so simple. I mean, it was. Yeah. The, it is the Tesla and the Rivian experience. Now they're not like putting fart mode in here or fun features but it's a fix. It was done OTA and it was not just a, you know, user interface fix. This is a hardware fix. I was very pleased. I did not know they did this. This, I was really pleased to see this. Yeah, this is uh, really great because it is an essential function of the EV to be able to cool appropriately when charging so that everything's safe. And also you can get the charge that you want. Um, you did not experience the overheating yourself though, right? So you can't necessarily say this car was doing it and now it's not doing it. Correct. This car, I have not noticed. I only have AC charged it once. It was last night and I was sleeping. So I didn't notice, but I do know that there was an EV nine that was brought into Fort Collins Kia that had a failed onboard charger unit uh, because Mm -hmm. I think of this issue and Mm. the parts were on back order and they couldn't, they were like, look, you know, you just bought this car and it's going to sit here. So Fort Collins Kia was so cool. They actually took an onboard charger out of an inventory vehicle on the lot that they can't sell right now put it in her car so she can at least have a working EV9. I think my guess is that this software patch fixes all of those issues, which is great. And it yeah, sounds like obviously. they're just going to go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think they're just going to basically ramp up the cooling during charging to, pre- to prevent overheating. That's what I was thinking too. And uh, also this takes away this kind of ability headaches from dealers so that they don't have to go into inventory EV9s to take a part out or even have someone come back in to the dealership to get an update and have that be a part of the dealership's experience with that customer too. So obviously value to value 
valuable to the customers, but also to dealerships, which sometimes we don't see as the middleman for getting an EV. But in this case, we do, of course, with Kia. Yeah, I think in general, dealerships are serving a less useful purpose as time goes on. Um, you know, it, it, there are a few good ones out there, and we try and develop relationships with those great dealers. Um, but I think as a whole, dealers are just not a pleasant experience. And having my vehicle serviced from Tesla, Rivian, Lucid has always been a more pleasurable experience. In this case, we have a specialty, you know, Fort Collins Kia here in town that takes care of their customers. That was great, but. I don't know. I also found something else digging around in this Kia um, Connect software, which I'm going to do a whole uh, guide video on this uh, online software and the app because you can actually do a lot with this. Uh, but I found a uh, update coming February 14th, which it's the 10th. Uh, so it seems like they've posted it before it rolls out to the vehicles. But it says this OTA software update is designed to update the wireless phone charger control logic of EV9s to help improve power usage. And that is okay. up until production of four days ago. Okay, so, so a nice little Valentine's gift from Kia is this update. So improve power usage, assuming that is the power that is going to this part of the car, the wireless phone charger, to be more, we don't really know, efficient? Yeah, I would think improving power usage is is either less heat loss, more efficiency, or more power. Like maybe mm -hmm. it can it, they've updated from ten watts to fifteen watts. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Perhaps there's a way we can measure this before and after, so we can actually take a look. But I will say That'd the. My experience with the uh, wireless phone charger in the EV9 is, is, is not that great. Like, it doesn't really like to charge my phone. So maybe this is going to, like, help with the positioning uh, and some things like that. So, you know, all, all I can say is it seems like Kia, for the first time, because, again, Ionic 5 uh, and all of the early eGMP cars did not support over-the-air updates. Ionic 6 was the first one. And mm -hmm. now EV9 seems to be the first Kia that's supporting over-the-air updates. Perhaps late EV6s do. I don't know. Um, but this is my first experience with Hyundai Kia supporting their vehicles remotely. And here I have two software updates within the matter of a week that mm -hmm. I know are coming. This is great. This is exactly yes. what makes me feel good as a consumer of a vehicle that someone somewhere in South Korea, I don't care where they are, is typing away and supporting the product that you know an owner spent a lot of money on. I agree. I think this is an extremely valuable aspect of, you know, if we're advancing software, we might as well really put an emphasis on this for the experience of the customers, of course, and then we spoke to the dealership. So I think this is really cool. Hopefully they can apply it to more and more of their models, like in the past and into the future. And then hopefully we see other automakers doing something similar because I, I mean, we've covered stories within the recent history where you have to still, even though it's only a software update, take your EV into the dealership, which is just a it's bit of a crazy. headache. Yeah. And, and even this, like we should not be applauding Kia for in 2024 rolling over the year <laughs> updates that are just, you know, one item at a time. And, and like, I think over the year updates should increase the enjoyment of the vehicle should increase the touch point from the OE to the customer directly sort of circumventing that dealer experience as well, making sure that the customers have more brand loyalty and more interaction with the brand. But this is a pretty good start. And again, I've been getting software updates for 10 years on my cars, forever long I've been driving Teslas. It's not new to me, but it is new to me to see a, a existing automaker do something like this. Ford's been doing it quite often 
by the way. Uh, again, I don't own a Ford EV, so I don't see them very much. But uh, I, I, actually, the powerhouse where our office is just got an F-150 Lightning. Uh, oh, so cool. I'll be using that vehicle a lot and testing it. And, you know, we're, we're going to cover the ownership experience of that one. Um, so, so again, this isn't new. We're not saying like Kia's revolutionizing anything here. All I can say is my experience updating our EV9, which is my first time doing an OTA with, uh, an Hyundai Kia Genesis product was seamless, fast, worked great. Yeah. There were some stipulations like the car had to like have, you know, door shut vehicle. I don't know. I had, you, you really had to get it in the right parameters, but Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like headlights couldn't be on when you software updated it. I don't know. It was weird things like that, hmm. but it did it. And I'm very pleased. And now I at least feel like I have a more reliable product to drive. Yeah, that's pretty great. So, uh, you know, obviously your e-golf might not get over the air software updates, <laughs> but what about the Audi or, you know, the other EVs that you do have? You mentioned some, so I thought maybe we could throw in, of course, Tesla, Rivian, uh, you said Ford. What else do you yeah. know has done successful over-the-air updates that you don't have to bring them into the dealer uh, that Lucid, you can think of? Uh, did, did, you, did you mention that? Um, I didn't, Lucid. Lucid. Okay. Lucid does great, great OTAs. They just had a big one last week, actually, uh, mm-hmm. that like improved torque vectoring on the, the uh, Sapphire and some other cool stuff. Uh, pretty, pretty extensive update. Better charging as well, is my understanding. Uh, who else does it? I don't know. I mean, I've never seen the Germans do it properly. I mean, I know Mercedes can. Uh, to most modules, they're probably the the best ones at OTA out of BMW, Mercedes, and Volkswagen Group. Okay. I know Volkswagen Group is still very far behind with OTA. They issue them very infrequently, and it, at least from looking from the outside in, they've been quite buggy with the updates. But there's now a, a plug-in charge update for ID4. We're going to be testing out on Colton's car that cool. came over the air. So there are this is increasing. Tesla Model S came out in 2012 supporting over-the-year updates. It's now 12 years after that vehicle. <laughs> and we are just starting to see other automakers get to halfway to what Tesla was doing 12 years ago. I don't know, but I, I'm pleased Slow. and uh, I think it's it's great. You need a connected vehicle. I think it's very hard to sell an disconnected vehicle in, in 2024 because they're so complicated. There's so many optimizations that can be done after the original engineering of the vehicle to make it better. And uh, customers should have those benefits at, uh, I believe, no extra charge. I completely agree. We'll have to see what the FinFast VF8 that I'm driving around is capable of in terms of over-the-air software updates. And I think pretty good, right? You Have you had an update on it yet? No. Okay. But I've heard VinFast can do over-the-air to every module, is what someone at least told me. Great. I'm still, it's still having trouble with its connection. So oh. we'll have to, we'll have just have to see about that. Uh, but yeah, but also I, I spoke to, you know, the dealership that we got the VinFast VF8 at, and you were saying how at the Kia Center, they're already having people come in who saw your video. Well, they're having people come into the VinFast dealership who saw our video as well. So, oh, great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are they giving but, us money back, by the way? Didn't we overpay? Yeah, I think due to the Colorado... I told them we overpaid it. I said, you know, we'll expect our check in a few weeks and we're getting like 2500 bucks back or something like that. Yes, yes, definitely some... But I just wanted the car. On the back end, yes. And you you knew you'd get it back. So yes, that'll be coming your way soon. And yeah. So also my dad sat it in today in the event fast. Yeah, what do you think? 
I thought it was, you know, the general impression is it looks nice. It feels nice when you're in it. And then the software is buggy. But really... he's a, so he's coming. He owns a Model S Plaid for the viewers yes. who don't know. Yes, and he my also dad has a Model, Model Y. Uh-huh. And yes, uh, his, his wife, my stepmom, has a Model F or a Model Y. He had a Model 3 before. Uh, so they've been driving Tesla for a while. So that is his benchmark as of recently. So that's what he's comparing it to. But yeah, you know, it's 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 solidly uh, average with some bugs is the general impression right off the bat. It's like, oh, it's well, it's not horrible. Yeah. So still yeah. feeling it out. I'm excited to for the road trips upcoming and to see again what kind of over the air software updates are available because it would be interesting to see how the VF8 can evolve during ownership. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope you film all of that stuff because I'm fascinated to see how VinFast handles OTA uh, uh, updates as well as really everything else that the car does. So more to come (laughs) on the podcast on the EV9 Mm -hmm. and the VF8. We've gotten two long-term cars in the last week and a half or so. And so uh, we're just exploring new platforms and new new automakers. Definitely. And we will continue to keep you all updated with the experience of owning EVs or leasing them long-term. Thanks for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. We hope to see you next time on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.